0: Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Take you home each and every weekday, 4 to 6. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. How you get the program. Also, ericasher.com. Don't forget, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher, Eric Asher on Facebook and Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. Uh, the podcast is available shortly after the program ends. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, award-winning journalist Les East of Sports.com will join us on the program. Uh, that is tomorrow, every Thursday, 1 p.m. live broadcast on LAE, also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast 6 p.m. on Thursdays uh, on WLAE TV. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock, WLAE. Saturday, 2 a.m. on the Deuce. And we finish up our rebroadcast at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television always on our social media platforms, always on the WLAE TV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. On the program today, uh, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports will join us at 4.35, as he normally does on a Wednesday. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig back in the house uh, at 5.10 this afternoon. And, of course, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, the world-famous Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. At uh, 3701 Abbeville, rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit New Orleans Magazines. Featured on the best of food, Networks, Donna's drivers, and dyes, but you know Katie's. Again, uh, award-winning Sunday brunch, award-winning pizzas, award-winning menu, uh, the most eclectic menu here in the city. Uh, again, lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Katie'sInMidCity.com is how you find out more about Katie's tonight. at Steakhouse Night. Of course, if you're, if you're Jones up for some of that Mama Mary's meatloaf, uh, they get you covered this afternoon over at Katie's. And also over at uh, Francesca by Katie's. Uh, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, 266-2511 is the phone number. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches. Uh, fantastic sides. Award winning pizza. That's right. Award- and, and award-winning And award winning hamburgers. Are you kidding me? Uh, already taken Lakeview by storm. And uh, if, if you want to enjoy a uh, a fantastic uh, menu today, try fried green tomatoes with ramelot sauce. Fried catfish plate with potato salad and peas. Mama Mary's meatloaf with mashed potatoes and peas. And the family meals are still rolling. Spaghetti and meatballs, uh, Mama Mary's meatloaf with mashed potatoes, all available for you. That comes with salad, bread, all for one low price. And, of course, the soup today is vegetable soup. You get that by a cup or a bowl. Uh, That is at Francesca by Katie's. And, of course, don't forget Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, 467 Hickory Avenue, fantastic menu for you. Great cocktails and, of course, a place where you can watch your favorite uh, uh, sporting event. Sit inside, sit outside. Again, 305-4792, or you can uh, go to BienvenueHarahan.com. A lot to talk about today on the program, uh, and uh, we will start off uh, talking a little bit about what's going on with the, 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 uh, the Saints. First of all, let me say this. Uh, I'm hoping that everybody is doing well. Uh, there was an, uh, a confirmed EFO, EFO uh, tornado that touched down at about 2 a.m. last night uh, in Uptown. Uh, the CBD, and then it, it skipped over the river into Algiers Point. It had winds of 85 miles per hour over a seven-minute span before lifting away at the Algiers Naval Station. Now, again, that's the last, the last confirmed tornado we had in uh, the Metropolitan New Orleans, or in New Orleans proper, pardon me, uh, was back uh, in February of 2017, if you remember. That was that EF3 that hit New Orleans East. Uh, this is not as, not as damaging as that one was. They had 33 people injured in, in that particular uh, uh, tornado. Some of our listeners, by the way, again, uh, that, that, were, that were affected by that. Uh, and, of course, uh, today, uh, another tornado touching down last night uh, as we've just been going through a, just days and days of, of, of torrential rains and just horrible weather. Hopefully, again, that is going to uh, move on and uh, we'll get back to a sense of normalcy here in New Orleans. Uh, the... the uh, I guess the worst kept secret in, in the city is the Saints schedule release. It was supposed to be released by the Saints today uh, at uh, 5.45 p.m. and then uh, on NFL Network at 6 p.m. Uh, it has already been released. We're going to tell you a little bit about that. LSU last night uh, beat Louisiana Tech 16-8 uh, to 8 in a rain-shortened affair. Help, that, that is a big, big deal for them. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Uh, but uh, let's let's get to it. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the, with the Saints and um, uh, uh, the, the schedule that is out now, they will open up on September the 12th in the Dome, 325 kickoff uh, against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, of course, we have no idea uh, if uh, we're going to see Aaron Rodgers or not. But That's going to be part of a Fox doubleheader uh, that's going to be on, um, on, uh, on Fox at 325. Uh, the, the next Sunday, they're at Carolina uh, for a noon kickoff. Uh, they 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 go, then travel on September the 26th to the New England Patriots for a noon kickoff uh the September, October the 3rd they are at the New York Giants also a noon kickoff uh and then on October the 10th they're at the Washington Football Team their first bye is in week 6 uh, they they then come back from the bye on October the 23rd and they take on Seattle uh that is again uh, a, a 7:15 kickoff that's a nationally televised game uh and then they are taking on on, on Halloween uh, day, late game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 325, that's in the Dome. Uh, Atlanta, I talked about yesterday, Atlanta's going to be going to London uh, and doing one of the London games. And I thought maybe the Saints might be invited to one of those games. It will not happen. They will take on Atlanta, Atlanta in the Dome on November the 7th. Uh, and then they, they take on the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee on November the 14th. They're at uh, Philadelphia on uh, the 21st of November. A noon kickoff as well. Uh, Buffalo Bills in the Dome, Thanksgiving Day, November the 25th, at that actually Thanksgiving evening, that's seven twenty kickoff. And then there's another Thursday night game the following week, which is December the 2nd, where again, they take on the Dallas Cowboys at home. That is also a Thursday night game. Uh, they're, they, on the 12th, they're at the New York Jets, noon kickoff. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, will take on the Saints in Tampa on, on December the 19th. That's also a, a seven twenty kickoff. That's a nationally televised game and then they're on monday night football uh, on the 27th of december against the miami dolphins that is a 7 15 kickoff on monday night uh, the month of january sees the saints going to uh, carolina uh, for a noon game on the second and then they finish the season at atlanta uh, for a noon game on january the 9th uh, as far as uh, uh, the primetime time games uh, as mentioned the saints are gonna have back-to-back thursday night games hosting dallas uh, and 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 also again uh, buffalo on thanksgiving on thanksgiving Uh, They'll be on on Monday Night Football against Seattle, uh, Tampa Bay on Sunday Night Football, and then, of course, Monday Night Football against the uh, Miami Dolphins. As far as the the, the schedule goes with, again, the cold weather games, uh, as I look at the schedule, and you're spitballing this, right? You say maybe you might get some cooler temperatures at Tennessee on November the 14th, at Philadelphia on the 21st of November, uh, at New York Jets on December the 12th, uh, and then, of course, uh, maybe a possibility of maybe, you know, I wouldn't say real chilly weather in Carolina on, on the second. So uh, the schedule will make it look favorable on, on the Saints when it came to cold weather games. Uh, as far as, again, the festival season, which will be now in the fall, and, and the Saints going against the festivals, uh, the Frenchwater Fest is scheduled for September the 30th through October the 3rd. Uh, and the Saints will be home against the New York Giants on October the 3rd. So, again, that will um, – Conflict with the French the last day of French Quarter Fest. Uh, As far as the Jazz Fest goes, they got really lucky. Uh, October the eighth through the seventeenth is Jazz Fest. The Saints are at Washington on October the tenth. Uh, and then the following week is their bye week, and that's the last weekend of Jazz Fest. So, again, there will be no conflict with Jazz Fest as far as the Saints being in in uh, in town. Uh, the, it was announced today that the Fried Chicken Festival is going to be October the 23rd uh, through October the 24th. Uh, and when you look at the schedule right now, that means that the Saints will play Seattle on a Monday night game. So, again, no conflict uh, for the uh, French for the Fried Chicken Festival, which now is moving out to the front, out to UNO. And then Voodoo has always had a conflict. Conflict with the Saints. Uh, that is uh, Halloween weekend, uh, October the 29th through the 31st, and of course uh, uh, the uh, the Saints will will be uh, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 3:25 on Sunday, uh, Halloween, October the 31st. No word on the Gretna Fest. The Gretna Fest has not announced their date yet. If they're going to have the Gretna Fest this year, I'm sure they will. But, but again, they usually have a conflict with the Saints. Uh, of course, we, know, we have no idea about two lane conflicts or LSU conflicts at this point. I haven't had a chance to really kind of look that up to see what's going on there. But as far as within the city, Uh, Jazz Fest is very, very lucky. There's no conflict there. Uh, And, and of course, the French Quarter Fest. They have the Giants in in the Dome on on Sunday. And uh, so it looks pretty good as far as, again, the festival season. I know that uh, there was – I don't know if they were worried about it over at uh, Jazz Fest, but they they surely didn't want to have to conflict what was going on with the Saints. There were two Saints-Holmes games for those two weekends, uh, and there was not. So uh, good news there for that. So the schedule is out. Uh, they're, 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 look, it's a first-place schedule. Uh, everybody, again, seems to forget uh, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year. Saints won the division. Uh, they got a first-place schedule. Uh, they got a brand-new quarterback. I keep looking at, at, again, these power rankings that have the Saints dipping in the power rankings. Let me say this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, nobody knows what's going on this season. Nobody knows, like, with the injuries that you're going to see in training camp. Nobody knows, again, how, again, the new teams, the teams that have had new players that are coming in, either free agency or draft, how those players are going to uh, simulate themselves into the teams. Nobody knows, again, who's going to be the team that goes from worst to first. Nobody has a clue. You know, all I can say is, again, the Saints have a really good roster. The biggest unknown is at quarterback position. Uh, With Jameis Winston taking over, or again, Taysom Hill. We'll give a benefit of doubt there. I think it's Winston. But look, Hill could beat him out. Uh, And, and of course, there are some holes still to fill with the cornerback position, the linebacker position, and a few other positions on this team that we're hoping the Saints are going to do something either via trade or, again, in this second wave of free agency to fill those holes. Uh, but the big one is quarterback. I mean, you've got the, the greatest quarterback in Saints history who, again, is retired now. Jameis Winston, if you've been following him on social media and find what's going on, he's already out working with the Saints receivers. He's been throwing with those guys for about two or three weeks now. So, again, he's out there even though, again, there's not going to be uh, organized team activities uh, for, for, the, for the teams this year because there's a boycott of that with the NFL Players Association. Uh, the quarterback is out there. He's bringing out his wide receivers, and he's working with those guys. That's great news uh, for the future of this, of this uh, team, especially, again, the short-term future this season. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I I have faith this team is going to be among uh, the elite in in the NFL still. I know there are a lot that feel that the the losses that they've had on the roster, they're going to dip. I still think they'll be one of the best teams in the NFL. We'll see how it plays out, but nobody knows until they get on the field. So we'll see how, how how it all turns out. But so the schedule looks like a favorable one. Not a lot of cold weather games. Not a lot of conflicts when you talk about, again, the festivals that are going to be in the fall this year. And I kind of like the way it, it lays out. But we'll see, again, a little bit more in depth as we go forward with Sean Vazan at uh, 435 this afternoon. All right, a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll jump into a few more uh, uh, items. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you have a problem with the A.C. system and you need help, Burkhart's there for you, 24/7, 365. 15 trucks in the field. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. But more importantly, truly a company you can trust. Uh, Burkhardt will never gouge you, never cheat you, only doing the work that's necessary. And that 30-minute courtesy call is for you to make sure that, again, look, you can, you're not stuck home all day long waiting on the AC man to show up. Give me that 30-minute courtesy call. They'll come in, take care of their business, get out, and you'll be having, again, another cool home or a cool business. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a truly a company you can trust. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 5 29 Visit staples.com signage for details. Staples Connect, the working and learning store.
1: Delays remain heavy if you're coming along the eastbound side along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Delays are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also, look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound, 10 eastbound, look out for delays from North Claiborne to Louisa. I'm at Robinson.
0: staff and all the sports you can handle. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. you <music> Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open, all are ready for you to be able to dine at 100% occupancy. All, again, can deliver right to your door through their uh, uh, delivery partners. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Hey, I failed to mention, Saints Rookie Minicamp is this weekend, so the first chance for the coaches to be able to get their hands on these uh, uh, these rookies and these undrafted free agents and those that are trying out for the team, uh, that'll happen this weekend. Hey, congratulations to Russell Westbrook. Uh, this is huge, and, and I can't believe I didn't get to it yesterday. It was, it was actually on my rundown, and I, I didn't get a chance to get to it. Uh, Russell Westbrook has broken uh, uh, Oscar Robinson's triple-double record uh, at 182 triple-doubles. Uh, it's a record that stood for 47 years. I mean, it's an incredible record when you think about it. First of all, Russell Westbrook is six foot three. Uh, he is the smallest player in terms of the top players that, that are in the running uh, for uh, all-time triple-doubles. Uh, Six-foot-three, okay? Again, you've got to have uh, double figures in rebounds, assist, and, 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 and points. Uh, and, of course, the Big O held this uh, record for 47 years. He had 181. He was 6'5", and 6'5 back then, which, again, was, was a big player uh, at the guard position. Uh, the second is Magic Johnson at 6'9". He had a 138. And look, I, I, I would I would be willing to bet if his career would not have been shortened by HIV, he would be right there with, with the Big O or maybe would have surpassed him because he was on a pace to surpass the Big O before, again, he was stricken with HIV and and, and forced to retire from the NBA. Uh, also on that list, uh, 6'4", Jason Kidd. Uh, uh, he had 107 during his career. LeBron James has 99. Of course, he's six foot nine. So again, think about that for a second. A six three guard, smallest guard by NBA standards, right? At six three. Uh, now 182 triple doubles. Russell Westbrook, just an incredible player. Congratulations to him. Uh, I mentioned yesterday. I mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, big big win for uh, for LSU last night over Louisiana Tech. 16-8. Uh, it was rain short in the fair, but nevertheless, they needed to get that. They got to win this weekend against Alabama as well. It looks like, uh, at least the projections are, Tulane is going to be in the regional. Uh, there are some that still believe that they have to win uh, uh, another uh, series or two, uh, but the projections right now are Tulane will be in the regional. Uh, and they're saying it may be in the Louisiana Tech re- Regional up in Ruston. Uh, look, the Southland is going to come down to probably either UNO or Southeastern. Those are the two top teams. UNO are just percentage points ahead of uh, Southeastern right now for the lead in the Southland Conference, but I can't see the NCAA taking more than one team from the Southland. So more than, more than likely the team that wins the tournament is going to be, end up being uh, the, uh, uh, the, the team that represents the Southland uh, in, in, the, in the regionals. Uh, today is a big day uh, in, in New Orleans history. Thirty-seven years ago today was the opening of the 1984 World's Fair, and, and although it was not uh, an economic boom, uh, you know, when it happened, uh, again, it was an incredible time for those of us that that were around back then. Uh, it was fun. It was uh, it was uh, again six months of of going out to the uh, the riverfront, uh, which is now the Warehouse District. And enjoying uh, music, food, rides. I mean, it was it was an incredible opportunity just again to enjoy everything that is New Orleans and showcase our city. Uh, the gondola going over the river. Uh, the uh, uh, was the tram that went around the uh, the, the facility, uh, and and of course all the different villages that they had there. Uh, the nightclubs again, which were fantastic. Uh, again, a lot of shows during the day. Uh, It brings back a lot of memories to a lot of people, myself included, uh, the 1984 World's Fair. Uh, And and look, it was it was it was called a failure, but it really wasn't when you look at it. Yeah, they went bankrupt. Yeah, it was a time when maybe, again, they shouldn't have had a World's Fair. But it was the precursor to the warehouse district. And what we're seeing right now with, again, the um, uh, also the convention center. Uh, uh, it's it's sad that we couldn't keep the go- uh, the gondola going across uh, the river. Also, the amphitheater that was there that was torn down eventually, and and again, a lot of that was shipped to other cities. Uh, and, and of course, I mentioned you know the high speed rail that was going through the uh, uh, through through the uh, the fair festival grounds as well uh, was something I wish that we could have kept. But uh, it was a remarkable time in New Orleans in 1984 for that World's Fair, and because of having that. Uh, it really opened up the riverfront, which we've been talking about on this program for the last couple of days, uh, for, for those of us that live here and those that visit to enjoy it. Uh, the former Six-Flag development is down to two. Uh, Kernan West, LLC, and Shield One, that's Drew Brees, DeMario Davis, and Josh Norman, of uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, Company. Uh, they, they're looking to do an urban farm, uh, education centers, exercise, tra- uh, uh, exercise trails, uh, parks, farm-to-table restaurant, recreational facilities, an amphitheater, and a transportation and logistic hub. Uh, Their group is self-financed. They're not seeking any funding from the city or any incentives from the city. Uh, again, the, so, again, you've got a situation where you've got, the, again, the most beloved saint of all time, a guy that is put right there is putting himself as, as one of the most beloved saints in Demario Davis, uh, and a guy that was almost a saint in Josh Norman. Uh, if you remember Sean Payton back then talking about how much he wanted Josh Norman, that didn't happen. Hallelujah that it didn't because, again, he has been on a descent since he left the Carolina Panthers. Uh, but, nevertheless, uh, that, that's their proposal. There's also a, a slash local Dallas Texas proposal uh, with a group that's headed by Troy Henry of Henry Consultant, another local consulting group, TK. TMJ, Inc. They've partnered with the Dallas-based developer Hillwood. They're they're proposing a 200-room hotel, indoor water park, sports complex, travel center, uh, logistics hub, restoration of the Eastover Golf Course, along with building 200 new homes in Eastover. They're also uh, again uh, looking at a light rail between Six Flags site and Louis Armstrong Airport. Now, this group is seeking city funding and incentives, uh, but the majority of the funding from the private sector will come from Hillwood. Would. uh that's their and, and its lending partner. so you got a situation now where you got a, an individual who's politically connected uh with, with Troy Henry uh who's kind of fronting this group uh the money coming out of Dallas and, and then you got a situation where you got again ex-St. Drew Brees uh one of the most beloved individuals in the history of this city uh that has that is the other group it'll be interesting to see who ultimately gets the bid uh, is it going to be a, a, a Breeze and his group or Troy Henry and his group? Uh, remember, Breeze's group not looking for any type of city funding or, or any incentives. On the other hand, Troy Henry's group is looking for city funding and incentives. We'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. Uh, but, uh, and, and here's another interesting note uh, before we, we take a break. Uh, J.P. Morrell. And Christian Palmer. Christian Palmer is now the district councilperson for District C. Uh, she was that she was that councilperson uh, previously. Sat out, came back, uh, was able to win the seat again. Uh, J.P. Morell has again been term limited in the in the state senate. Uh, both those individuals have announced they're running for the vacant council at large seat. I'm a little bit. Uh, I was hopeful that J.P. Morrell was going to run for mayor. I really was. Uh, maybe there are some individuals that maybe might use this as a stepping stone for, for the next election, but remember the business community is, is putting together uh, uh, a candidate uh, uh, to be able to run against Latoya Cantrell in the upcoming mayor's race. Uh, I thought JP Merrill would be a perfect candidate for that. Uh, Obviously at this point, he's going to go ahead and and, and give a a shot at going after the council at large seat, which again could catapult him or Christian Palmer into again, a, uh, a, a race for mayor, not this time around, but uh, when, they, when there will not be a, an incumbent uh, that will be running for that seat. We'll see how it kind of plays out, uh, but that's where we are right now. And when I get Scott Craig on, I'm going to talk about the Oakland A's. Uh, man, i tell you what, Oakland's had a tough time. Uh, they, they've lost the Raiders to Las Vegas. Uh, they lost the Warriors to uh, San Francisco. They, they moved right across the bay. And now – they're in danger of, of losing the Oakland A's. Major League Baseball wants the A's to explore re- relocating from, from Oakland. Uh, and they better step up to the plate. I mentioned this on social media last night. It's a $12 billion privately funded mixed-use stadium project on, 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 the, um, on the bay. Uh, and the ACE proposal includes $450 million in community benefits, $955 million in general fund revenues, and $855 million in a commitment from the city for infra- infrastructure uh, building around the stadium. Uh, it's a $12 billion privately funded mixed-use stadium. So most of this money is coming from, again, the private sector. Uh, this is the last shot for major pre- uh, major professional uh, team in, in Oakland. Uh, But it also goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, you see a market like Oakland that is shrinking, that is having the issues that they're having, uh, and and again, unwilling to be able to upgrade or build stadiums. They're losing their their, their franchises, and they're never coming back. It's why, again, we're lucky to have uh, Gail Benson uh, as the owner of the Saints and the Pelicans, because now we don't have to really worry about uh, the opportunity for those teams to leave. And also, we've got to continue to upgrade that dome, upgrade that arena, because if not, other teams will come calling for your franchise. Oakland is the poster child for that. Losing the Raiders. I mean, who would have thought that the Raiders would not, would not be in Oakland after, again, leaving Los Angeles and coming back to Oakland? And who would have ever thought that, again, the Golden State Warriors would not be playing in Oakland but would move right across the bay uh, to San Francisco? And now the A's? I, I know Scott Craig's got to be going nuts right now. This is his team. Uh, the A's possibly playing in Las Vegas or Portland? Come on. Oakland better get it together. All right, we take a break. We come back. Sean of Fox State Sports, joins us. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant. Francesco by Katie's, And Bienvenue on Hickory. How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your auto Automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 737 1558 to schedule an appointment or go to SouthernTire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at Mambo'sNola.com. Mambos is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at MambosNola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambos, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nolo. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your A.C. or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Belchase Highway in Gretna.
3: Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering Chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary.
4: Stressed out? Try Stress Ball's de-stressing gummies. Eat a couple, and you'll feel like... That's because Stress Ball's gummies contain a clinically proven herb called ashwagandha that becomes more effective over time at relieving stress. So later, your whole body feels like... Until eventually your whole world feels like... Turn your stress life into your best life with Stress Ball's Gummy Supplements
0: welcome back to today's program brought to you by the katie's family of restaurants katie's restaurant in mid-city where tonight is steakhouse night also francesca by katie's where you can get a fantastic family meal and bienvenue on hickory all part of the katie's family of restaurants sean Vazana, fox eight sports joins us on the program sean how are you my friend you with us sean yes doing great how are you Doing great, Sean. Thanks for being with us. Kind of anticlimactic here, right? I mean, in the past, everybody's scrambling to try to find out uh, what what the Saints' schedule is going to be. And then, again, we usually get the little slow leak here and there of, again, games that might be on the nationally televised. Uh, I I, I don't know who got in there and got the schedule, but it seems like everybody in the city has the schedule now. It's supposed to be, again, released by the Saints at 645, the NFL Network uh, at 7 p.m., but we got the schedule now. And I know you've had a chance to be able to peruse that schedule, what do you think?
5: Well, first off, I think it's hysterical that the NFL is going to have all the stacks of schedule schedules, uh, you know, to uh, different teams, and they expect it to just be stay, stay a secret uh, right. for until seven o'clock at night. It's just not going to happen. And honestly, maybe that's by design. Who knows? But nonetheless, it's always find It's funny that NFL schedule Twitter uh, starts cranking out you know, pretty pretty mm-hmm. early on the day the uh, schedule is released, but. I guess in the Saints' case, I mean, the first that jumps out, I don't see how you can look at it and not be a little surprised that, you know, the brand is still related, relatable to their primetime audience, at least the NFL. Sure. So the Saints brand, I mean, you still have five primetime games, including a Thanksgiving night game, uh, two Monday night games, uh, a, a Sunday night game, two Thursday night games. I mean, you're talking about uh, a big-time draw. At least the NFL feels like they're going to be post-Drew breeze where – I mean, if you really look at the Saints right now, I think there's you know, legitimate questions about this team going forward. I, I we tried to try to handicap it in the sports office yesterday. I said two. I thought they'd get a Thursday and maybe one Monday or Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. You get five. I was I was uh, man. I thought that was interesting. And then look, I think the start at least on the surface feels winnable, but I say that mm-hmm. with the asterisk saying I don't know. Would say, you know. Normally, you go through a schedule, you kind of mark with WL, right. you know, the games you think you might win. But how can we sure. realistically say anything about the Saints right now when there's just so many unknowns going in uh, to the season with this team? So uh, I, I think it adds. A, it's always a fun day because I think it kind of you it gets your mind focused a little bit about what the, you know, the the, the Saints season is going to look like. And I know for me, I always kind of get my travel, you know, uh, you know, cap, put my travel cap on, and see where I got yep. where I'm going, this and that. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's certainly something that it's here, and you know the things are to navigate the best they can. But I, I've always taught myself, I've always learned things that seem winnable now in May don't always end up winnable in September, and I hope in November when those games are actually played. So uh, it's fun to to project, but it's just that a projection.
0: Yep, couldn't agree with you more, Sean. And that's across the league. Look, I, every year teams go from worst to first; they go from first to worst. It, it, it's the nature of the NFL, and you don't know what you have. the The biggest unknown for the Saints, right, is the quarterback position. And and you know it's hard to say one way or the other whether this is going to be a contender for a championship or or they're going to be a team that's going to be vying for one of the top ten picks in the draft. I think they're still going to be a really good team. I think mean, they got a nucleus of a good team, but it starts with the quarterback position, and we won't know until they get on the field and. The Jameis Winston of Taysom Hill is out there. And, again, if they can lead this team, much like Drew Brees did in his time here. But as far as the schedule sets up, look, they didn't really give them a lot of cold weather games. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, maybe the Jets, uh, you know, could, could be a cold weather game in December. You look uh, at, at, you know, and when you start talking about early November with Tennessee and Philadelphia, maybe there. Uh, so as far as the weather games, you don't really have to worry about the weather that much. Uh, you know, it's not like you're playing Green Bay in December or January. And uh, I mean, I kind of like the way the schedule kind of sets up. And then, you know, festival season is going to be in October now, and there's not a lot of conflicts here in the city, along with again the the festivals, which is also good news for New Orleanians and also the uh, uh, the Chamber of Commerce and and those in the tourism industry, because yeah. again, a lot of people can be flocking to the city uh, for, during during the month of October.
5: Yeah, and it's obviously a great weather month usually uh, for New Orleans in the city, and. The NFL did, did, did the city a favor, I guess, with that mid-October. Is it mid-October? October 10th or yep. October 16th? One of the two. Um, 17 something like that. Uh, that'll have the bye week. So I uh, certainly right. October yeah, 10th and
0: October. October 16th is the bye week. To the 10th okay. they so, play yeah. at Washington, and then the 16th is the bye week.
5: Okay, so yeah, right in the middle of October, which is usually a really good time of year weather-wise. This year's obviously different with uh, those festivals coming back and fall, It would have normally been in the spring, so. Yeah, uh, you know that's certainly uh, a, a positive. Um, so yeah, I, if you're a player uh, new to New Orleans and uh, you get that bye week, it's not a bad bye week to have. Maybe you can uh, catch a festival or two. So um, yeah, but, but I think overall, um, I think they start with is it three of their first five on the road? That could be some. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting yes. for a team. With you know, you mentioned a quarterback, and I agree. But I also think Sean Payton is a good enough coach to at least make. The, the, whoever he has a quarterback you know game plan enough to be somewhat manageable manageable mm-hmm. and competent um, I worry more or as much about the rest of that roster and I you know you're talking about you know I went back and looked mm-hmm. today 14 or yes. 15 guys last year that are that were either cut released or traded or were free agent that signed somewhere else and you know just if you kind of put that group together and graded it that's a solid b b plus group of players. And if you just pencil in the guys that you would have to replace those guys, what would that grade be collectively? I think that might be a step down. Which it doesn't take much in the NFL—the line between winning and losing. So that sure. the quarterback issue combined with the depth on the roster to me is the biggest question mark going into the season.
0: Sean Vazen of Fox 8 Sports is our guest. Sean, the fact that again that Week Six is a bye week, you actually might be able to go to a Jazz Fest this year. <laughs>
5: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's possible i guess we'll see, we'll yeah. see what happens if it's, it's, it's a good week uh of the like i said the calendar year and so hey man i'll, I'll make good use out of that weekend
0: yep no, no doubt now uh is there any games that stick out to you that you say, man, uh, I surely wish that would have been earlier or later? Look, we know it's a first-place schedule. And what we don't know, again, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is how these teams are going to be this year. Just because they were a really good team last year doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen this year. Injuries, changes, et cetera. We know how that kind of plays out. But maybe some games that, that, that stuck out to you that say, man, I, you know, I don't like the way that game was set up on the schedule. Any of those as you as you perused it? Yeah.
5: Yeah, well, there, there's two. There's two kind of kind of groups. Um you get your bye week, and you come back, and you go on the road. A Monday night game against Seattle, and then you got to do that late travel, or however they want to do it, and they have to, you know, fly back. Now, fortunately, the next game is on Sunday, but it's a, it's a, it's a time zone shift. It's a fly back, and you got to yep. play at home. Fortunately, it's not a noon game, but it's three twenty-five against Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken. That's a, it is. That's a brutal stretch. That's a brutal turn. Uh, considering just how, how much it takes. I, I made that trip to Seattle. It takes a lot out of you travel yes. back on that day. And it's going to be a short week. And to play at Tampa Bay that week is certainly something. And then back to back Thursdays where you have Buffalo, which to me is, is, is one of them, one of, one of my, I actually enjoy watching that team play. I think yes. I just like me the way that team's constructed, uh, on Thanksgiving night. And then you have a back to back Thursday game against Dallas, which I think they're going to be a much better football team, uh, this year with Dak returning. The good news with that is, and I'm, and again, this is something that I've uh, have, I've dealt with personally with these Thursday night games. When you don't have to travel on Thursday night, that is a blessing because it, it throws everything off the week out of uh, week off. When uh, you have to just travel on a Wednesday as opposed to uh, being at home on a Wednesday, it just throws things for a loop. So I think getting those back-to-back Thursdays at home is key.
0: Yeah saints minicamp this weekend uh obviously the, the media is not invited but a first chance for the uh, saints coaches to get to kind of get their hands on these on these rookies but look uh, uh no otas this year uh, we know, we know that again the nflpa nflpa is boycotting otas saints have signed on to that uh, but what we have been able to see is james winston working out with his wide receivers so some good news there
5: yeah i mean he's doing what he's got to do um He's uh, getting himself prepared, getting himself ready, working with his off-season trainer, and uh, we're seeing kind of glimpses of uh, you know some of the work that he's done. But certainly, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anything else. Um, it's what you know these guys are doing; they're dedicated to their craft, and hopefully, it uh, produces a uh, you know a, a, a much improved product in twenty twenty one. Provided he he wins the job, so um, yeah, I, I hopefully he's doing the right things now to get himself ready and. You know, that that part, it's never been a problem with Jameis. Um,
1: that part I really
5: agree. hasn't. And and the part where he, you know, in the locker room has not been a problem with Jameis. It's always come down to when the game is being played, the in-game decision-making from down to down. If he gets that master, he can be a great quarterback. And if he doesn't, um, he probably won't be a starting quarterback past the this, past this season.
0: I agree. He'll be a perennial backup for that time. He's had every opportunity to be able to learn under Breeze, to be able to be here for a year and learn the offense. That offense will probably tweak some uh, to, 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 again, his, uh, his strengths. But uh, I agree with you, Sean. I mean, uh, it's never been a question about his leadership. He's always been a great leader. He's a great team guy. It's, again, the decision-making within the game. Uh, last Friday, uh, David Griffin met the media uh, unexpectedly uh, to be able to announce that, that uh, Zion Williamson had a broken ring finger on his um, – or at least a fractured ring finger on his uh, on his shooting hand his left hand and, and and uh publicly complained about the NBA officiating uh with Zion Williamson he got a $50,000 fine uh your thoughts on on the comments and, and subsequent fine and just again overall against stand, standing up for the, for the for his player for his franchise yeah, look, player uh,
5: and look, yeah look and look there there are times that you know David Griffin press conferences can be a little Whatever, but I actually didn't mind this. I mean, he's coming out. He's you know he's defending his guy, and obviously in the midst of a, I guess not so much anymore. But at that time, they were they were trying to make a, a back end push to you know, sneak in and get that 10 seed, and they're not going to have their best player to do so, which he obviously gave them their best chance to to finish out in a certain way. Um, so I didn't have a problem with it. I guess I can understand the the, the league's response. So uh, I mean, I, I guess it's a good sign that you know that the top guy in your organization is going to go out and defend his guy. Uh, to the press, and he, he's probably got some points. I mean, they, they, I mean, some of the some of the hits, the shots that Zion takes is really, uh, it's really something. Now look, he creates yes. a lot of contact with just the sheer uh, density of, of which he plays. It's just in just the way he's built. But uh, he's going to be a hard guy to guard throughout his career, and he, he, they're going to have to just. I, I don't want to say deal with that because I think there's a, the, the officiating can be a little bit better. But I I also think we have to acknowledge that. Zion's a very difficult player to officiate, just because there's going to be contact every time you go, especially the way he plays. He is going with, I mean, he is going with some force to the cup. So um, I, I think there's going to have to be some kind of a balance there, and I'm sure at some point it's going to be, uh, you know, heavily on the he's not getting enough calls. Other times he might be getting too many calls, but when it leads to an injury, obviously you can understand why the Pelicans would be out in front and want to uh, want to dish out some criticism.
0: LSU with a big win last night over Louisiana Tech. They really need to get this series against Alabama. Uh, most are saying that they're they on the outside looking into the NCAA tournament. What what are you saying?
5: Yeah, I, I can't see them getting in right now. They're going to they're gonna have to finish really, really strong. Wouldn't bad thing to get a sweep this weekend and next weekend as well, just to uh, finish strong, go on a high note, and hopefully get into the SEC tournament and, and do what you do there. But I think, yeah, they're going to need some more quality uh, – Quality work here as they close the season out. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's been obviously a frustrating season. They've had certainly some moments, but the overall consistency hasn't been there. They've been known to rally uh, at the end of seasons uh, before, um, but I completely agree with the with the projection right now. I would put them on the outside looking in.
0: On the other hand, Tulane is projected to be in the Ruston Regional. Your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I mean, look, Tulane's really rallied in conference play. Um, I, I, I could see that and certainly be interesting to, with that, you know, are there, is it, you know, one team, a one big league where they play or if they finish strong and, and, and did not necessarily win the conference tournament, could they you know, potentially get in as a two-seat or get in the, with the two-seat in that conference? Possibly. So, yeah, I, I could certainly see. I think they've done enough in conference to certainly want that. And that would be interesting. Uh, I saw that projection. That would be an interesting yep. uh, Louisiana-style bracket.
0: Yeah, and, of course, probably the winner of Southeastern and and UNO will be the representative for the Southland Conference. I can say that that is a one-bid league there.
5: Yeah, and it always has been, even in the years where some of those teams have probably deserved more, but I I think you're right on call with that.
0: Sean, what you guys got coming up for us on Fox 8 Sports? I know everybody's excited about the schedule coming out, uh, all the programming and uh, how they can follow you on social media and your award-winning blog.
5: Yeah, we're about to pod here in a little bit, so Chris Hagan and I will podcast here. Uh, you know, that'll be out a little bit later tonight. So check that out, Fox 8 Overtime Podcast on the final play out, uh, wherever you download your podcast. Uh, we we'll have plenty of talk tomorrow night on Fox 8 Overtime at 10.30, and Sunday night, the final play at 10.30 as well. We wrap up the week. Uh, you can check out my blog at the further review on fox livecom and, of course, on the final play app as well.
0: Thanks, my friend. Always appreciate your time. All right, bud. Sean and Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget about Burkhardt air conditioning and heating. Generator sales and service. That's right. Generator sales are hot. Uh, if you want a generator, think Burkhardt. Single day installs. Come out and do a consultation with you. You need, a, you need a generator for your business or your home. They'll sit down for you. They'll find out what you're looking for to power up that home when electricity goes out. Also, uh, financing available for generators over time. New install quality check after one month. That's what Burkhardt does. They take care of their customers. Making sure, again, you know how to operate the uh, generator. You're comfortable with it. And of course, if you need a Emergency Service. They're there for you. Uh, 24-7, 365 Emergency Service. uh, Warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And if you've utilized that generator over 100 100 hours over the last uh, storm season, with this one approaching, got to get it serviced by a professional. Let Burkhart do that for you. Think generator sales and service. Think Burkhart. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At 488-6582, that's Katie's, 488-6582. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's
1: 266-2511. Grammy winners, Dan and Shay. Oh
3: yeah,
6: 10, hours,
1: 10, the Arena Tour, Saturday, November 20th at the Smoothie King Center. Dan and Shay with special guests, the band Camino and Ingrid Andres. Buy tickets now and get more info at danandshay.com.
3: Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup, only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary.
4: Stressed out? Try Stress Ball's de-stressing gummies. Eat a couple, and you'll feel like... That's because Stress Ball's gummies contain a clinically proven herb called ashwagandha that becomes more effective over time at relieving stress. So later, your whole body feels like until eventually your whole world feels like turn your stress life into your best life with stress balls gummy supplements
0: today's program brought to you by the katie's family of restaurants katie's restaurant in mid-city the world famous katie's restaurant 3701 avil tonight's steakhouse night uh, get on over there and enjoy, again, fantastic seafood. Uh, you can uh, uh, create your own pasta dish. The hamburgers are, again, the most underrated hamburger in the city, bar none. Uh, also, uh, award-winning pizza, award-winning Sunday brunch. Over at uh, Francesca, uh, again, award-winning pizza. The, the hamburger's been called the best in town. Uh, fantastic deadly sandwiches for you. And, and so much more. Uh, and, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. F- fantastic Louisiana seafood, a great menu as well. Cocktails. Uh, you can enjoy your favorite sporting events in indoors outdoors all are having 100 percent occupancy now uh, get out there to the Katie's family of restaurants special thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us on the program coming up in the second hour we'll be celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's he's going to join us my name is Eric Asher. thanks so much for listening you're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon you're listening to Inside New Orleans we'll be right back the TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night order online for delivery at nolacookery.com, it's always a great time on Berman Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nolo. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 2511. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Listen on the iHeart radio app, the tune in radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, again, our podcast's available on Anchor, but all the major podcasting platforms carry the uh, show now. But Anchor's kind of our home base. You can go back and look at all the previous shows, uh, check out Lynn uh, listen at your leisure. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. The phone number to get involved in today's program is 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. And today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie? restaurant in mid-city, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory uh, in Harrahan. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports is Thursday night, I'm sorry, Thursday afternoon uh, at 1 p.m., live broadcast on WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page on Thursdays. Uh, Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV every Thursday night. 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLAE-TV2. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, always on ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Special thanks to Sean Vazana Fox 8 Sports, for joining us in the first hour. Uh, as he does each and every week, joining me on the program, celebrity chef Scott Craig is going to be in the house. Uh, and always look forward to Scott's contribution to our program. Scott, how you doing, bud? Still ringing. Okay. Still ringing without giving me some chance to give you some headlines, folks. Um, An EFO tornado touched down this morning at about 2 a.m. in in uptown New Orleans. Also, the CBD um, and Algiers Point. There were winds of over 85 miles an hour. It was about a seven-minute span when it was on the ground before lifting away at the Algiers Naval uh, uh, Station. Uh, Now, again, the last confirmed tornado that hit New Orleans, if you remember, was in February of 2017. Uh, It hit New Orleans East. It was an EF3. Uh, The Saints have released their schedule. Uh, And, of course, that was kind of inadvertently, I guess, right? Because the schedule was supposed to be tonight at 645. uh, And and then the NFL Network was going to release it at at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's been in my email by, I've had it since this morning and, and, you know, uh, a sports already has an article out on it uh, where you can go uh, right down and check out the uh, schedule there. Uh, so you can check out the schedule. The saints, uh, rookie mini camp is this weekend. Uh, and it'll be a first chance for the uh, coaches, uh, to get up close and personal with the rookies undrafted free agents and those that are trying out for the team. It is not open to the media. Uh, congratulations to Russell Westbrook who, uh, broke uh, one of the greatest records in the history of the NBA. Uh, Oscar Robinson's triple double record uh, of 181 uh, triple doubles he got 182 now uh, and that's a record that stood for 47 years and I talked to you about this in the first hour R- Russell Westbrook is six foot three six foot three when Big O uh, again uh, uh, took this record uh, he was he, he was a basketball player playing in the, in the 50s and 60s it's 60 he was six foot five six foot five so he was a big guard he had 181. Magic Johnson 6'9", 138 as I mentioned in the first hour he doesn't uh, uh, he doesn't contract HIV he probably has this record uh, again before his his career is over. Jason Kidd at 64 hit 107 and uh, still playing today 6 nine LeBron James 99 uh, Lonzo Ball joins now Zion Williamson Brandon Ingram uh, and Steven Adams on the injury list tonight. Uh, he has a right thumb spring. Uh The Pelicans take on Dallas tonight. There are three games left in the season. They're all must-win, and San Antonio must lose their next four to make the play-in tournament. Um, LSU last night uh, beat Louisiana Tech, 16-8, a much-needed win for the Tigers, as they as they are now still undefeated in midweek games. Uh, it was a range-shortened affair. Uh, they've got two more series in the SEC they take on Alabama this weekend both of them are must series wins if the Tigers expect to be able to be in- invited to a regional and uh this is the 37th anniversary of the opening of the 1984 World's Fair, and I talked about it in the first hour. Uh, when you look at it from, from an economic standpoint of the fair itself, it went bankrupt, and, and it was looked at as a failure. It wasn't a failure for those of us that lived here, that grew up here, that went out and enjoyed the, fe- the festival and the fair every single night, uh, every single day, and, of course, it was the precursor to the convention center Uh, the warehouse district, which, again, was just nothing but uh, old dilapid warehouses before the World's Fair moved in there. And then, of course, there were some things that we had hoped had been left behind, right? The gondola that went over the river, which was an an incredible uh, uh, tourist attraction also the uh, amphitheater that was on the river that had concerts that was torn down eventually uh, they had that tram that, that actually went through the uh world's fair uh that was again eventually i think moved to portland if i'm not mistaken uh you know just some things that they had there and of course it was just a lot of fun uh in, in 1984 uh with the world's fair and finally before we uh, we yes. Uh, former Six, fl- well, the former Six Flags is, is now uh, again has their la- at last down to the last two redevelopment teams. Uh, they're down to Curran West LLC and Shield One, which is Drew Brees to Mario Davis and Josh Norman. They're uh, they're proposing an urban farm, education centers, exercise trails, parks, farm to table restaurant, recreational opportunities, an amphitheater, and transportation and logistics hub. This group is totally self financed. They're not looking for any money from the city uh, or any. Incentives from the city. Uh, the other group is Bayou Phoenix, which is led by Troy Henry of Henry Consulting. Here again, uh, and TKTM, TMG, I'm sorry, TKTMJ Incorporated. Uh, both those groups are from New Orleans. They partnered with a Dallas. Uh, developer Hillwood. They are proposing a 200-room hotel and indoor water park, sports complex, travel center, logistics hub and restoration of the Eastover Golf Course. They can also build 200 new homes in Eastover, light rail between Six Flags and Louis Armstrong Airport. Now this group is looking for city funding and incentives, uh, but also the funding would also come from Hillwood and its its lending partners. Of course, Hillwood is out of Dallas, uh, so you've got uh, the Saints' greatest player in Uh, Drew Brees, along with, again, a beloved Demario Davis on one group, which is saying, look, we don't need any money to do what we need to do. And then you've got Troy Henry, who is obviously, again, politically connected in this city, along with TKTMJ, another New Orleans company, uh, which again, have partnered with a company out of Dallas Hillwood, uh, which again is doing a more of a, uh, uh, I guess... Uh, hotel, sports complex, water park type situation. They will be looking for a city incentives and city funding. We'll see how that plays out. Next week, they're supposed to announce uh, the winner of that uh, of, of that uh, particular bid, and we'll see how that plays out uh, going forward. Now, let's bring on celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. We have him, right? What's up, man? Scott, how you doing, buddy? That sounds exciting
7: in New Orleans East, man. You talk about... Gentrifying New Orleans East and getting restaurants to go out there and, and turning that into a viable uh, area, man, that would be incredible.
0: Which one do you like, Scott? Okay, because I mean, I, I mean, they're totally two different deals. I mean, one's an urban farm, educational center, exercise trails, parks, farm to table restaurant, recreation amphitheater. Both have tra- uh, transportation and logistics hub, uh, and then the other one is just is a hotel, uh, also a water park. Sports complex uh, and, and a travel center. They also have a logistic hub and, uh, there, and then they're, they're going to redo the Eastover golf course, put new homes on Eastover, and then again, th- there's a proposal to do some light rail between uh, Louis Armstrong Airport and, and and also the Six Flags site. And I guess that would be incumbent upon light rail going from Baton Rouge to uh, uh, to to uh, the uh, Amtrak uh, uh, the uh, the the Amtrak hub uh, here in New Orleans. Uh, if that ever comes to fruition, but w- which one do you like? Well,
7: they both sound great, and I love the transportation part of it. I mean, when you talk about a rail going from Armstrong to New Orleans East, I mean, that, that could be really strong. But I like the first one because it's completely financed by private entities, and yes. it keeps the city out of it. So, I mean, that's the benefit of that one um mm-hmm. i mean i the nature trails and i i just love all that you know and, sure but anything they can do to beautify new orleans east would be great for the city of new orleans
0: yep. either way i agree with you and, I on which
7: one do you me. like
0: you know i'm like you on one hand uh, you got one group that's that it, it's a little bit Different than what we've heard in terms of proposals, right? When you talk about farm-to-table restaurant, urban farm, education centers, you know, the trails and the, and the parks, et cetera, and the amphitheater. Uh, and it sounds nice. Okay, uh, the, the the more traditional one would be uh, the, the the hotel, indoor water park, sports complex, uh, and and but uh, which was kind of a little boomerang. I, I didn't know anything about the Eastover Golf Course till I read the article this morning, uh, and the building of new two uh, new homes on Eastover. I don't know how that plays out there now. You know, I, I would lean more toward the traditional, um, you know, hotel and um, and and water park but you know i also look at the fact that there have been so many starts and stops with these with these again these this projects for, for for six flags that it's so much better if you just have someone uh that is getting in, into this that is self-financed that's not looking for any other money that can come in uh, and and can get the get the deal done instead of again hoping that you get financing from from the city and then also depending on on, on a company out of out of out of Dallas to be able to do the financing uh, for for the for the uh, for the park. But no matter what, look, that thing should have been bulldozed after Katrina. It's ridiculous to have that eyesore out there for this long. Uh, I mean, you're talking 16 years that thing has been, has, been, has been dormant.
7: But I just think it would build up New Orleans East, and uh, yeah, I mean, I have a feeling the city's going to want to be involved anyway, uh, in either regard. And I would think that either side would want to rebuild Eastover because that was an awesome golf course before.
0: Oh, it really was. I mean, I played. I mean, out we there. did. How many tournaments did you play there? I played. I can't tell you how many tournaments oh. I played at Eastover. Well, I mean, it seemed like every one of week there was a tournament at Eastover. Friend.
7: One of my very best friends, Jay Momus, ran Eastover, and, and now okay. he's yep. the director of golf at um, at Lakewood. Um, at Lakewood across the right. river. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a beautiful course back then. It really I, was. I thought the mistake that they made was making it two courses instead of just leaving the one.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
7: you know, and the first group could also build a hotel. I mean, all of those things will come in time if you build something beautiful like that, right. I would think. You know, and, but it's going to be up to the city to control the crime. Because right. Now,
0: again, the, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, please. The crime
7: in New Orleans East is just out of control. So I mean that needs that needs to be uh, looked at addressed before you know anything can be
0: done. Got gotcha. you. Now, the, 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 the citizens, there are citizens groups out there that seem to be backing the Troy Henry proposal with Bayou Phoenix Group, uh, wanting that indoor water park the sports complex, which, again, look, if you remember, Arnie Filco had, had, had worked with, again, the, the Wide World of Sports at Disney. And they were very, very uh, uh, interested in, in, in building, uh, again, another Wide World of Sports complex out in New Orleans East. And, of course, that fizzled because the mayor would not back that uh that went when, when he went in office uh so there would have been an opportunity to have that so that this is a sports complex indoor water park hotel travel center we'll be interested to see again how that kind of plays out uh but yes there's no doubt new orleans needs new orleans east needs an influx of economic development and the nopd needs more cops so they can they can control the city to be able to keep again the crime down that that is a huge issue that we're dealing with right now in, in the city of new orleans
7: Really, because so many people are questioning why we don't have restaurants in New Orleans East
0: mm-hmm,
7: and, and why people don't want to go out there. And it's because, you know, it's, it's crime-ridden and it's, there's just nothing to go out there for right now. But that would certainly uh, open the door for that,
0: for sure. And, and it was different when we were growing, when we were growing up. Why well, not Scott? I mean, again, uh, you went out to the plaza. You did ice skating. Uh, I mean, you went to the movies out there. I mean, New Orleans East was a different place.
7: It was wonderful. Uh, we hung out in New Orleans East in the 80s, you know. And, I mean, you just can't do that right now. And I'm telling you, I know a lot of wonderful people that live out there that would love to see no. something like that. Sure. You know, because no. they love New Orleans East. And, and New Orleans East could be viable if it was just taken care of, you know.
0: Well, it was the epicenter for middle-class African-American families in our, in our city. OK, well, I mean, it was the epicenter, middle and, and, and upper class African-American families in, in, in New Orleans East uh, before Katrina, especially. Uh, and and now, you know, you, you've you seen a lot of those people move to Houston, Atlanta, uh, Dallas, right. uh, and not just end up not coming back to the city for, for a myriad of reasons.
7: Well, what we need to see is a is a, a diverse community just like New Orleans is.
0: Yes. I think we want
7: all of our communities to be diverse, and, and that's, that's the goal we should, we should be striving for.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. You know, everybody complains about gentrification. Uh, that we have a history in this city of, again, living uh, uh, with the races, living with, uh, among each other, uh, different creeds, different, different demographics. And, and I don't know where it's gotten to the point where somebody thinks this is my neighborhood, that's my neighborhood, and you're not allowed in it. So I 100% agree with you.
7: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just not New Orleans. You know, nope.
0: and, and so we just need to continue in
7: what we're doing, and if we do something great like that, it can only help. So. Yep.
0: Hey, what do you think? What do you think about uh, Russell Westbrook uh, uh, taking the Big O's record? I mean, that was a that is a that is the toughest record in the N- in the NBA uh, to be able to overtake. When you're talking about 182 triple doubles, uh, I mean that, that stood for 47 years with the Big O.
7: Yeah, and the Big O was great, man. He's oh, so one of my favorite players of all time. That's when I started watching basketball, you know, and, and I loved Oscar Robertson. Um, I think it's outstanding. I just wish, you know, we had a player like that playing for the Pelicans. <laughs> you
0: know? A playmaker like that?
7: If we had a playmaker like Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. oh. with Zion Williamson and, and Brandon Ingram and, and the young players that we have, I mean, it, it could be amazing because – the, uh, the Bledsoe trade has, has definitely failed. So yep. it would just be nice to see a great leader with the Pelicans like that because this is a good young team that I think has a lot of potential. I think they just need a leader. And, yep. You know, but Russell Westbrook, I mean, congratulations to him. Yeah, that's an incredible record. You know? it, it, really it really is. is. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, and I was talking get,
0: about Magic Johnson. He has 138. Yeah. And Magic left in his prime because of HIV. Uh, right. That would have been Magic's record if ultimately he would have stuck around. There's no doubt in my mind that, again, he plays 10 more years, uh, and, and, that, and that guy's got, again, he overtakes that record.
7: Yeah, that was the same. I love Magic Johnson, man. He's such a great player and a great person. Yep. you know that's yep. what the NBA was back then, and it's what the NBA needs to be today. We need more players like Magic Johnson, so.
0: Hundred percent agree, no yep. doubt. Hey Scott, look, I got to yep. take a quick break. When we come back, I yep. want to talk about Katie's. I want to talk about your Oakland A's too. Uh, I read an article last night. Major League Baseball has given the A's ownership a permission to be able to look at, at, at another city and possibly relocate. Uh, there is a twelve million dollar, twelve billion dollar, pardon me, uh, privately financed park they're going to put on the Bay. If the council will, will accept it, and they're not asking for any type of uh, just the, the, it's minimal funding from the city uh, to be able to get this done, and I know you're a big A's fan your entire life. I want to come back and talk about that. Talk about the Saints' yep. schedule. All yep. that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Uh, again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Uh, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. And Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Uh, again, family owned and operated since 1972. Uh, they're, they're a one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Look, if it's your personal vehicle or fleet account, you're looking for a, a shop you can trust. At Southern Tire, they'll treat your vehicle like their own. If your vehicle's out of warranty, you're looking for a shop you can trust, it's Southern Tire. At Southern Tire, they got the latest diagnostic equipment you, you can get the dealership. Same ASC certified technicians the dealerships have, but you're not paying dealership prices. At Southern Tire, again, uh, they are looking out for you, their customer. They want you to be a repeat customer. Hickory & Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is, is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is where you can find out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie.
6: If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This
3: report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The Chalupa Cravings Box is an abundant collection of Taco Bell favorites, like the Chalupa, a beefy five-layer burrito, plus chips and nacho cheese sauce and a medium drink. Watch your wildest cravings come true at participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Drinks excludes freezes.
1: Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Be mindful of an accident blocking the shoulder on the Crescent City Connection eastbound at the Chapitula St. Peter Street exit. In the meantime, look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along 10 westbound from Causeway to just past Clearview. 10 eastbound on the 610 on the westbound side. Your delays are from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. At 10 eastbound, your backups are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson.
2: On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- staff and all the sports you can handle. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my A.C. ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any A.C. system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that A.C. this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582.
2: Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid city. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and B Avenue on Hickory. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Scotty, what we got going on at the restaurants? Good food. <laughs> nah. You think? Uh, it's,
7: uh, we've got fresh seafood. I think we're going to be getting soft shell crabs soon. All right. It's steak night tonight at Katie's. We're doing our family meals at Francesca. You can get spaghetti and meatballs for the lunch special of the day. Mm hmm. Or we can do gigantic seafood platters for the whole family, um, award-winning pizzas. I mean, you name it, we've got it, and uh, that's something about our menus. I mean, even even for a small deli, I mean, we've got a lot to offer because we mm-hmm. do you know a great lunch special or two every day with a great soup, wonderful salads. You know, and the pizzas—the exact same pizza that you can get at Katie's—and. Right. Uh, They're doing well, man. People are coming out. The people that eat at Francesca, most of them are repeat customers. Yes. Uh, We're starting to see some new people come in from all over the city because they're hearing about us. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan, you'll love it.
0: Yep, (laughs) no doubt. Today on the menu at Francesca, fried green tomatoes with ramelot sauce, fried catfish plate, potato salad and peas, Mama Mary's meatloaf with mashed potatoes and peas. Uh, The soup of the day is vegetable, and the family meals are spaghetti and meatballs and Mama Mary's meatloaf with mashed potatoes. uh, And, of course, that's served with a salad and bread. You could feed the family with those family meals over and over again. So, again, uh, fantastic there. You you can Uh, get
7: the best roast beef in town. I mean, mm -hmm. it's you know, I've always considered bears to have the best, and we're right up there with them now.
0: <laughs> Get in there and enjoy it. I'm telling you, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Look, I, look, you, whether, again, it's the simplest influenced sandwiches that you have there or just yeah. the New Orleans originals, uh, there's something for everybody on that menu there.
7: I've got another shipment of Fit sodas coming tomorrow. We've got toasted ravioli. We've got gooey butter cake, my mother-in-law's recipe. We've got her meatballs, her red, red gravy, I mean, it's got a St. Louis influence that that if anybody's been to St. Louis, you can find right there at Francesca. So there you come go. give it a shot.
0: Yep, No no doubt. If you haven't yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. I really don't. Right. I mean, again, uh, it's got, the reputation precedes itself, no doubt. Scotty, look, when I saw this last night, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, Major League Baseball. Wants the A's to explore relocating from Oakland. Now there's a $12 billion privately funded mixed-use stadium project that, that's on that's on on the drawing board right now. Uh, the A's the, uh, have also proposed. Uh, their proposal includes 450 million dollars in community benefits, 955 million dollars in general fund revenues, and 855 million dollars in a commitment from the city just to rebuild the infrastructure around the stadium. Uh, all they got to do is give the go-ahead. The council's got to give the go-ahead for them to do this, and the A's are saved. They've lost the Raiders to Las, to Las Vegas, uh, and, and they and they obviously lost uh, uh, the Warriors across the bay to to the again to San Francisco. Uh, uh this, this is the last chance for Oakland to be able to hold on to a professional team. Your, your thoughts on this as a lifelong A's fan?
7: Well, they've got amazing support. Their fans are so loyal. And Steph and I went out there to see the Cardinals and the A's play a couple of years ago. Yep. You know, she took me out there for my birthday, you know, my two favorite teams, and I got to watch the A's and the Cardinals play. It was really cool. But I have to tell you, the stadium, is, the stadium is charming if you like old stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a mess. The, uh, there is just no way. Yeah, the sight lines are absolutely terrible. I mean, everything about that stadium. Sucks. Yes. And I'm glad we got to go, but they have got to build a new stadium for that team. They are successful. They're one of the top teams in the American League right now. Right. Um, they're always competitive. With no money, this team is always competitive. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they have not built that team a new stadium on the Bay,
1: just I like San
7: Francisco did for the mm-hmm. Giants. Because that stadium, in my opinion, is the prettiest stadium in the league, only because it's like having Bush Stadium, which is uh, – it's, it's, Bush Stadium is the best stadium in the league. But it's like having Bush Stadium on the bed. And it's just an incredible view. And I think it's it's just ridiculous that they have not given this team a stadium
8: yet.
0: Uh, I'm you know, with you. It's going to be at the later. Howard. Right. That's well no that should have been the first thing right you lose the Raiders okay the Raiders okay I mean it's entrenched in, in in the sports psyche of Oakland as, as any any other franchise you lose the Raiders to Las Vegas and you knew it wasn't going to be long uh, and now they're talking about Portland Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, some, some of the other sta- uh, other cities on the West Coast maybe uh, grabbing this franchise. It's at the Howard Terminal site in downtown Oakland. It's going to be a waterfront stadium. And, again, it's a $12 billion mixed-use development, but it's uh, fully privately financed. It's not like they're asking the city to come up with the money, okay, or the state of California to come up with the money. They're financing them themselves. The city has to do a few things uh, logistically to help them out, but this is a no-brainer.
7: It is a no-brainer, and I just cannot imagine them not doing it. I mean, it's when you drive from San Francisco into Oakland, the the change is so evident, you know, and I, I just can't believe they haven't done it yet. If they don't do this now, they deserve to lose the team, and I'll still be an A fan, but it, it's just, it, you know, yeah. Stephanie just said they were talking about doing it a couple of years ago when we were
0: there. yeah. You right. know, and they still haven't
7: done anything about it. And right. they need to do it. You know, Three thousand
0: units of affordable housing will be part of this, okay. along with office and retail space. It's kind of the future of stadiums, okay? Is what they're trying to do here. You know, they were talking about possibly doing something like that here in New Orleans if they did a minor league stadium on, on the river that they would do a mixed-use type deal with retail, maybe a hotel, maybe some uh, some uh, uh, housing as well. If you know, in there in there. Uh, so that's what again that they're looking to do now as far as these new stadiums go. And this would this would be a, again this would be a gem. Uh, for the city of Oakland to be able to get this done, and it's privately financed,
7: it would be a gem for the state of California. Uh, I mean, yep, just to have that stadium and then San Francisco Stadium. Uh, it was AT and T Park now, I think it is.
6: Mm-hmm. Yep. in
7: the same area would be just outrageous, and I-, I don't see how they can possibly let this go. Yeah, I don't see I how don't it, it. it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. And they, I but the team deserves the stadium. They've been successful for a long time, and I think that having some some money behind them could get them over the hump, you know, because, unfortunately, the A's have been a farm system for teams like the New York Yankees for the last 30 years, 40 years, and hence why I do not like the New York Yankees. But, you know, hmm. it just what it is. I mean,
0: yep. if,
7: if they don't do this, it might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life.
0: Uh, they'll be in Portland or they'll be in Las Vegas. I mean, right. plain and simple, it'd be the last time we'll see any type of major franchise uh, in the city of Oakland, and that that would be a shame. That would be a and shame. The best
7: part is they lost the team, the football team, and they got them back
0: it's Yeah. Well, up. I mean, because of why the the the, the fans are are, are ravenous uh, in right. Oakland. They I mean, are. they were traveling. They were traveling to Los Angeles to see the team. They're
7: incredible fans, and they're just like that about the baseball team. Yep, You know, they're all dressed up, and they're
0: crazy, mm-hmm. and no, I'm just out of in
7: the stadium, man.
0: Yep, I agree. You know? uh, look, I was an A's fan coming up, too. Uh, yeah. This would be this would be tragic for, again, Oakland to lose the A's. Saints schedule came out. Have you had a chance to peruse it yet, Scott? Did you take a look at it yet?
7: Oh, uh, yeah, I took a look at
0: it. Your Five thoughts?
7: 5 fun-time games. That's, yep. That's pretty good, man. That
0: tells Somebody you something about, again, what they yet. think about the Saints. Yeah,
7: they do and what they think about the leadership and the coaching staff. And, you know, and, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Saints are going to be very good. You know, it, it sucks to still have Tom Brady in Tampa. And I mm-hmm. wish he, I wish Breeze would have retired last year. And we had Tom Brady right now, but, you know, and, and all this humbug about Aaron Rodgers leaving and blah, 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 blah. Man, I don't, I don't see it. It's going to cost them $40 million to, to release Aaron Rodgers
0: you know. Exactly. And, and after next year, it is, it is much more um, uh, cap-friendly for them to be able to move all from him uh, than right. it is this year. Nobody's eating that kind of dead money. But
7: the Saints are going to be good with Jameis Winston. I think he's going to be outstanding. Watch.
0: Already, already out there working with his receivers.
7: Already yeah, working I mean, with his
0: receivers right now.
7: The defense may have some growing pains, but the coaching they have is going to be fine. And I don't know if you uh, if you read the uh, interview with Jeff Ireland. Jeff
0: Ireland with Jeff Duncan? Yes, I did. Yes, what
7: what people don't see that they see. And Mm -hmm. these guys know what they're doing, man. I'm telling you. They've got good players, and they know what they're doing. You know, and I'm I'm a little bit worried about Lattimore being out the first few weeks or whatever Goodell's going to do to the Saints there. But, you know, um, I think the Saints are going to be fine. And I think the rest of the league just – Told us they think the Saints are going to be fine too by giving them five primetime
0: time. Games. Yes, I agree. And 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 the city in the month of October is going to be on fire. Oh uh, yeah, you got the oh, French yeah. Quarter Fest September the thirtieth uh, through October third, Jazz Fest October eighth to seventeenth, October the twenty third to twenty fourth is Fried Chicken Fest, and then uh, Voodoo is twenty eighth, uh, the 29th to thirty first of October, uh, and. The, again, the schedule gods did the Saints some favors. Uh, jazz, the two Jazz Fest weekends, they're on the road against Washington on the 10th, and there's the bye week on the 6th. Uh, yep. and, and, of course, you know, festivals, festivals in October, which is already a beautiful month for this city. Uh, yep. the, again, w- we'll be bracing for a, a tremendous amount of influx of tourists uh, that will be in our town during the month of October.
7: As long as we have people to work, it'll be great
0: speaking of scott i mean it's the biggest issue we're dealing with right now isn't it It i mean it really is i mean it's it's gotten to be an epidemic not just here in new Orleans, but across the country where again employers who are open cannot find people to work i'm gonna go
7: out on a limb here and i've talked to some of my friends in the business it's worse than it was in the middle of covid it's harder than it was in the middle of covid that's crazy at least at least we had enough employees to, to to take care of the business that we had, uh-huh. you know, and, and now we're getting all of this business and we're shorthanded. So every, you know, unfortunately, my staff, you know, at, at every, at, at Francesca and Katie, they don't care. They just do it. They just get it done. But I'm telling you, they are stressed out. And, I'm just I'm asking the public just to understand how how difficult it is on the employees right now. It's really, really hard. They are working double time just to get through. And um, you know, we're gonna make it and we'll be fine, but you know, you can't open it hundred percent right now. No. We we can't even open it
0: hundred percent. We don't have enough weight. Because you don't, we have have an right, you don't have enough enough weight. You know, it's crazy. And, well, again, I think there's already I forgot the state and I wish I had it. I read it last night when I was preparing for the show. But there's one state that is repealing the three hundred dollar a week extra incentive for the for unemployment. And I think it's Wyoming, Mississippi. It? Think no, it's well, Mississippi. It's Miami's oh, doing it as well. It is the state of Mississippi. They are rolling wow. that back. They're not going to not going to have that anymore. Uh, and, and I look Uh, At this point, Louisiana needs to consider doing the same thing.
7: I think every state should consider doing the same thing. You know, listen, people that need unemployment, I'm all for it, man. I mean, you can't get a job in your field. But what we're having is we're hiring people. They come in and then we train them for a week or two, which on average costs you about $1,200 to do. And then they quit. It's like they'll work a couple of days and say, no, I don't want to deal with this. And they Mm. quit, and they just go back and collect unemployment. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. I've never seen anything like it.
0: You can't, you can't, we can't continue down this road. I mean, it was necessary and needed for a time, but now it's time for people to get back to work. Time to get this economy running again. And, you know, again, quickly, uh, look, no. When it's necessary and needed, I'm glad the government was there for him. But now it's time to get back to work and get our uh, get, get our companies back up and running at 100%. Scott, hang in there. Let me take a, let me take a break here. Again, uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig with us. Uh, brought to you by Katie's uh, in Mid City, Francesca uh, on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, and also Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, don't sign that contract. You call my friends at Burkhardt. Ask about their 25% energy. Reduct- any reduct- energy reduction guarantee. Ask about, uh, again, f- uh, financing. Uh, and remember, Burkard is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the market. Uh, if you're looking for a company and trust with your new system, uh, think Burkard. Uh, Burkard with 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business uh, is there for for you before and after the sale. Uh, to find out more, go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. our customers. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nolo. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and gift cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266- or dave me at insagency.com. Group.
8: It's the new crawfish
6: pot everyone's talking about. Now, with high performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Coming to Louisiana with the Tunnel Tube technology. Now, even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in A Meat or Galvez Hardware in Prairieville. HP Cookers on Facebook or HPCookers.com. Tell them Scott in sent you in. At Napa, we keep things moving. If it has wheels and an engine, we help keep it on the road. And if it's on the road, we have parts for it. And if you need a part, you can get it fast, like same-day pickup or next-day delivery fast. At Napa, when we're not thinking about cars, we're thinking about the people who drive them. Because when it comes to serving you and our community, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only.
2: Today, I'm going to surprise my girlfriend of five years with something great for her birthday. A scented candle. I'm talking a good scent, like lavender, not something lame like pine. I've been building this gift up, too, telling her it was going to be something special. She made a joke about me knowing her ring size, and I played it off like she was on the right track. I even mentioned that her parents were fully on board with the one I picked out. She's going to be so surprised to get this candle. Maybe clueless boyfriends
3: just need a Snickers. Snickers satisfies.
8: Thanks for listening to The Voice of New Orleans. Want your voice heard? Call 504-260-1061. Now back to Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher
0: on 106.1 FM. Welcome back to Inside New Wall. Scott Craig. Celebrity chef, is with us. Today's program brought to you by Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, We're talking college baseball. UNO, big series against Lamar this weekend. They're neck and neck with Southeastern. Uh, Looks like the tournament winner may end up being the uh, representative of the Southland in the NCAA. Your thoughts on your privateers?
7: I'm really excited for what what Coach Dean's doing out there, man. Um, They're playing well. And, I mean, he's getting, you know, He's getting a lot out of these players. He's, uh, he and his staff are just great coaches, and I'm really proud of them. And they're in first place right now. They're kind of tied first place, but, but they're in first place with Southeastern. And, um, you yeah, know, they're rolling. They're playing well, and it's exciting to
0: see. LSU had a huge win over Louisiana Tech last night. Uh, They need to win their last two series in the, in the uh, SEC. I believe again, Alabama, Texas A&M, if I'm not mistaken, but Alabama this weekend and uh, maybe make some hay in the, uh, in the tournament as well. But uh, uh, they're on the outside looking in right now at a possible tournament.
7: Well, I don't think I kind of disagree with you on beating Louisiana Tech. I think these midweek games don't really matter that much. I know they've, won all of them this year, and usually yep. they lose those games. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, this is a big series with Alabama. I mean, they almost need to sweep Alabama. You know, Alabama's not doing that well either. But, um, you know, they needed that last game against Auburn last weekend, man.
6: You know? Yeah, they did.
7: They've lost so many close games like that, and it would be completely different had they just won, you know, four or five more close games. You know, I, I just think, I don't know. This team hasn't produced like we, we were expecting them mm-hmm. to produce. So if they can get into, you know, right now it's trying to get into the SEC tournament.
0: But, well, you know. Well, they're, they're, think, they're in. They're you know, right now, unless, unless the bottom drops on them, they're in.
7: Right. And, you know, that's never an issue because they do so mm-hmm. well in the SEC tournament. And they're going to have to win some games in the SEC tournament to hopefully
0: right.
7: get a, a bid somewhere, you know, so.
0: Right. Well, uh, they, they look Louisiana Tech's 14th ranked. So that that was. I mean, again, you beat a ranked team last night, even though it was a range shortened, um, uh, range shortened game. So that that helps. That helps the RPI.
7: It does, but I mean, Eric, come on, man. They don't play anybody. You know, I I think they're just overranked. But mm-hmm. great for Louisiana Tech. I don't want to rag on Louisiana.
0: Tech. No, I know you don't. And either do I. No, I mean, they, they it looks like they're going to host a regional in Ruston.
7: And hopefully, LSU will be in that region. Right. You know, they're, they're, the
0: they're saying Tulane is, is projected in that regional right now as well.
7: All right. Yeah. Tulane's doing well. I mean, yeah. they, they were on a roll for a while, and then the, the bottom kind of fell out on them, I think. But yeah. They'll be all right.
0: Got about three minutes left. What about the Pels? They take on Dallas tonight. They're going to win the rest of the games, and San Antonio has to lose their last four to get in. Your thoughts?
7: Well, San Antonio sure left the window open for them. Um, yep. They haven't been playing well, and you know, I think they just need to get this season over with. They're not going to the playoffs and, you know, get another lottery pick and, and do something with this roster to get it going in a different direction. I, agree I have that. never seen a team lose as many close games as this team has. <sighs> Frustrating. You know, I, I mean, I've lost count. I mean, at one point it was 15 games where they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter and lost. I mean, it's insane. You know, they just you, you
0: would be comfortably win. in the playoffs. You win half of those yeah. games.
7: Oh yeah, and they, you know, and and they probably win a first-round series. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've got the talent. It's, they just have not put it together yet, and it's extremely disappointing.
0: Yep. You know, I am expecting Scott. a whole
7: lot more out of this team because, you know, if they still had Drew Holiday, they'd probably be in the playoffs.
0: That is a great point, and and a point that I very much agree with.
7: You know they traded
0: has, has been a disappointment.
7: Man, I, it's shocking how disappointing bledsoe
0: is. <laughs> I was frustrating is what it is.
7: And he drove. I mean, it was it was the shot to I think tie the game.
0: Mm-hmm. And
7: he drove and He ended up turning the ball over. I'm like, really, man? You're supposed to
0: know better than that. I mean, he's been in the <laughs> he's a better a player run than what he showed in this in, the, in with New Orleans this year. Yeah, uh, no there's doubt no about doubt it. about it. And I get no stuff with it. him. You know, uh, man, it, 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 I'm frustrated with him. I mean, again, and I was excited about him coming to New Orleans. But obviously, again, that that has not uh, turned out to fruition. Scott, with a minute left, uh, any final thoughts? And, of course, tell us about the podcast and what's going on at the restaurants.
7: The podcast hot off the bench with Scotty Craig and Mike DeZan. Uh, Mike is out of town this week, so we are not doing the podcast tonight. Um, the restaurants are rolling along. Just come on out and see us. Um, Francesca is getting more and more popular every day. You know, it's the finest deli in the city, and and there's a big selection, like we just talked about. Mm -hmm. If you're out in Harahan, take a shot at Bienvenue. Jimmy Capella's doing a great job running Bienvenue. And uh, Katie's, I mean, we're just rolling right along. We're doing our best. The food's coming out great. Staff's happy. Get a big smile on their faces, for the most part, when you come in. But... uh, (laughs) But we're doing great, man, and I just appreciate the support of the community and everyone coming out and supporting our restaurants. It means a lot. Beautiful.
0: Well, we, we appreciate your support of this show, and, of course, uh, we appreciate you being with us each and every week. We'll do it again next week. Have a fantastic week, Scotty. Thanks you again. Thanks, brother. And, Thanks, man. as always, we'll check you out then. That's my man, Cheers. Scott Craig, celebrity chef. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike DeLahoussey, of the TikTok tock Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still
5: open 24-7.
0: Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on,
5: man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community.
0: Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok tock Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. keep our staff employed order now at 488-6582 that's katie's 488-6582 francesca by katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 harrison avenue or our delivery services doordash waiter or delivery Nola. check out our menu today at francescadelis.com place your order today at 504-266-2511 pizza new orleans best deli sandwiches sides and gift cards are available that's Francesca by Katie's order now at two six six two five one one that's two six six two five one one
4: a visa credit card with Jefferson financial federal credit union gives you purchasing power convenience and rewards enjoy a competitive fixed rate as low as 7.90% APR with no annual or balance transfer fees consolidate high interest credit card balances with a balance transfer to a Jefferson financial visa offering 1.99% APR introductory fee for six months Apply online at jeffersonfinancial.org or call 800-259-2471, extension 627. Federally insured by NCUA.
8: If you were lied to when buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team today we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of 65 thousand dollars in lifetime payments imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket if you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only the timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up call my office now i guarantee if we take you as a client We will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing.
6: Call now for your free information kit. 800-902-5454. 800-902-5454. 800-902-5454.
0: It to me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor our program, including the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Special thanks to Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef, Sean Fazana, Fox 8 Sports, Rudy back in studio for producing, and of course, thank you so much for listening to the program. Coming up next, on All Access with Ken Trahan. Lenny Van Gilder will join him from CrestedSports.com talking about college baseball and the Saints schedule. Until tomorrow, it's straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks for listening. For the dog catch of the governor,
8: they all got to go.
7: We ain't to lose